thank him and we just bless him and we honor him. We just want to make sure everybody's there. Amen. Praise Amen. the Lord. Deuteronomy chapter number 11. Amen. And we're going to start reading at verse number 10. We're going to read some verses and then we're going to go to God in prayer and then we will expound on what the Lord has given for us this night. Amen. For the, for the people of God. Amen. Uh, beginning at verse number 10, Deuteronomy chapter number 11, verse 10 says, For the land which whither thou goest in to possess it is not as the land of Egypt from which ye came out, where thou sowest thy seed and watered it with thy foot as a garden of herbs. But the land whither ye go to possess it is a land of hills and valleys, and drinketh water of the rain of heaven. A land which the Lord thy God careth for. The eyes of the Lord thy God are always upon it from the beginning of the year even unto the end of the year. <coughs> Let's pray. Father, tonight we come before you and we say thank you. We thank you, Father God, for what you're doing in the earth. We bless your name, God. We love you tonight. We glorify your name. We reverence you, Father. We thank you, Father God, for your word. We thank you, God, for the hearers. And we thank you, Father God, for the doers of your word, Father God. We thank you, Father God, for that which you're sending forth tonight in your word. And, Father God, we look forward to what you, what you are saying in your word and that which will be done. And, Lord, we just thank you for that right now. And, Father God, we pray for the absent part of the body tonight. We ask, Father God, that you will watch over them and you will take care of them. We pray, Father God, for Brother Melvin and his companion while they're out in California. We ask God that you just take care of them. We pray for Donita and Barnum, Father God. And we ask, Father God, that you would just take care of them as, as they travel, Father God, on the highways, Father God, on vacation. We bless your name for that, Father God. And, Father God, we, just, we ask now, God, that you just take us and decrease Brenda, God, and you increase. And, Father God, we pray that your word will settle within our spirits. Let nothing, Father God, fall to the ground, that we would, we would get every bit, every crumb, everything that you say, every word that's released this night, God. Father God, we'll give you the glory, Father, for all that's said and done and is spoken. Now, Father God, I ask personally, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart, let it be acceptable in thy sight. For Father, you are my strength and you are my redeemer. This we ask in your son Jesus' name. Amen and amen and amen. amen. Praise God. Deuteronomy chapter number 11. Now, a few days ago, the Lord gave me this word. I was sitting uh, down in what I call my, my Lord's room, and I, I began to hear the birds chirp. And strangely, you know, when you wake up early in the morning, you hear birds chirping anyway, but... I guess, it, I know it had to be afternoon. It had to be sometime between one and three. It seems as if the birds were beginning to chirp even that much louder. It was, it was strange. So I asked God, I said, God, what are you saying? I said, seems like they, they, they seem to be celebrating even the more. And I got up and I looked out and, and I heard the Lord say this word to me. He said, seasons. And I said, okay, God. He said, seasons. He said, Brenda, think seasons. I said, okay, God, seasons. So God says to, to share with, with the body, the body of Christ, and the body here, and those that you know that's in the body of Christ, 
that the season we're about to enter into is a season that is going to be beyond overflow. The season that we're entering into, we may at this point be in a season of overflow, but God says the season we're about to enter in is going to be beyond overflow. I don't know if you can handle that or not, or if I can handle that or not, but I'm just excited about being beyond overflow. You know, we can be in a place of not enough or more than enough, and then in the overflow, but then how do you get to a place of beyond the overflow? God, that's, that's awesome, God. So let's look at the Word. This, and this is where he carried me. Uh, Deuteronomy chapter number 11, begin at verse number 10. Verse 10 says, For the land, I like this season, this land, whither thou goest in to possess it, it is not as the land of Egypt. Now let's stop. Now, oftentimes when we look at going about Egypt, we know it's a land of limitations, it's a land of restraints. But God says where we are about to enter into, that, that, that place, that season of beyond, beyond overflow, it will not be like the place that we came out of, a place of limitations, a place of restraint, a place of bondage. He said it will not be like that at all. Then he goes on to say, he said, you'll go in to possess it. You know, oftentimes, and I've, I've preached it so many times, and I've said it over and over. I said, God, I know we've got to fight for this land. And God said, no, you don't have to fight for this. He says, you're going to go in and you're going to possess it. And so I, I, I took up the liberty to, to see what the word possess meant. And the word possess means to seize or it means to occupy or occupy something that belongs to someone else. And God said, where we're we're about to go, the season we're entering into, we won't have to fight to get it because he's going to do it. I said, hey, God, I I can handle that. And so that won't be be like the place we just came out of where, uh, according to the word, it says, says, where thou sowest thy seed and watered it with thy foot as a garden of herbs. God said, in this last season, we had to do some things. We had to try to make some things happen. We had to do it by our own hands. He said, but in the season we're about to enter into, he said, it won't be that way. You, you, you won't have to do that way. He said, the reason why is because I'm going to be the one that's doing it. So, okay, God, somebody said, well, he did the last. But God said, there's some things that we did with our own hands. That, that we had to make it happen. Some things we kind of made it happen. And some things God says, okay, he said, there was some restraints. There was some restrictions. You could only go so far. You had so much and then it just stopped. But he said, where you're about to go, the season you're about to enter into, it's going to be beyond the overflow that you're already in. And if you can imagine in your mind, where you are now, if you're in the season of overflow, can you imagine being beyond overflow? Yeah. I, I mean, I can't even begin. I can't even begin to comprehend. But what I do know is what God's word says. Amen. Now, watch what verse eleven says. It says, "This is what God says." He said, "But the land whither ye go to possess it is a land of hills and valleys." That's okay, God. That means it's going to be up and down, up. He said, "No, no, no, no." He says. It's going to be, what it's going to be, it is going to be lands of hills and valleys. Hills represents promotions. 
He said, in this season, there's going to be promotion. And I said, okay, God. He said, in this season, he said, you're going to experience promotions. And then he said, as far as the valleys, he said, you're going to begin to uh, experience breakthroughs. In this season, there's going to be promotions and there's going to be breakthroughs. And when you look at the word, the word heal has an S to it. So that means that's going to be many promotions. And then when you look at the word valleys, it also has an S, which means that's going to be a whole lot of breakthroughs in this season. In this season. I said, oh, oh, I said, God, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to calm down because I'm excited about the season we're about to go into. He said that it's going to be a season where there's going to be promotions, there's going to be breakthroughs. And look at the latter part of verse number 11. It says, and drinketh water of the rain of heaven. You see, uh, on the previous verse, then you had to do some watering yourself. You, you, you had to, to add to some things. But this time, the water that, that's going to be received in this season, it's going to come from the rains of heaven. Those blessings are going to come straight from heaven. And I said, God, that's awesome. That's awesome. So if you don't mind, let's go to Deuteronomy chapter number 8. And I'm trying to slow my down because I am really excited. Flip over to Deuteronomy chapter number 8. Excuse me if I said 7. Deuteronomy chapter number 8. And we're going to begin at verse number 7 because we're going to, got to talk about some things. So see, God, God is awesome. He's already told this the season that we're going to enter into, there's going to be promotions, there will be breakthroughs. Deuteronomy chapter number 8. Amen. Before we go to verse number 7, let's look at verse number 2. Let's look at 2. It, he talks about how it says, And thou shalt remember all the way which the Lord thy God led thee these forty years in the wilderness to humble thee and to prove thee to know what was in thine heart, whether thou would have keep his commandments or no. So God says, there's some things you've got to remember in this season. Because he, before you get there, he said, there's some things you've got to remember. First of all, you went through by the way of the wilderness. And see, the, the wilderness, God says, is a school. The wilderness for us is a school of discipline and the rod. <laughs> it's the wilderness that we get into, the school, you know, they call it school of hard knocks. <laughs> it's, 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 it's discipline and, and the rod. And the reason why the wilderness for us had to be discipline and the rod, it was to humble us. Because there was some pride there. So God said, I had to send you by the way of the wilderness to discipline you and put the rod on your back because I had to get rid of pride so I can humble you. Because I'm about to bless you. So when I bless you, I got to make sure you can stay humble. Because you're going to be beyond the overflow. You know, and it's easy to get puffed up when you, you know, when you got it going on. It's easy to get puffed up. But God says, I want you to remember what happened to you in the last season. Because in the last season, I had to discipline you. And I had to put the rod on your back. Because you was over in Jordan, which is a spiritual stream of life. But somehow you got confused because you carried some things over to Jordan that you was not supposed to carry over. So I had to send you back to the wilderness to discipline you and put the rod on your back. So I had to humble you. I said, okay, God, I, 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 I got you, Lord. And then he says, I've got to prove thee to know what was in your heart. See, a lot of times, until God does some things in our life, we really don't know what's in our heart until we put to the test. Yeah. So God said, I had to reveal to you what was in your heart, and not only what was in your heart, but whether or not you was going to keep my commandments or not. 
So, so, so God said, I've had to do these things. Now look at verse number 7. Verse number 7. 7, seven says, For the Lord thy God bringeth thee into a good land. This season is going to be an awesome land. This season is going to be awesome. He says, A land of brooks of water, hmm, of fountains and depths that springs out of, and it's going to spring out of where? Breakthroughs and promotions. That's in here. I mean, the, the blessings that's going to come our way, it's going to come from, come from the promotions that God's going to bring our way and the breakthroughs. You know, in, in the valley, you see, we often like to get on the, stay on the mountaintop, but it's in the valleys where we get our nutrients. But God says in the valley, even getting your nutrients, he said that's going to be a breakthroughs for you. So it's going to be many breakthroughs. I said, oh, God, I'm so excited about that. So, so then when you look at Genesis chapter 7, Genesis chapter 7, want to look at one verse. Genesis chapter 7, yeah, Genesis chapter 7, verse number 11. Genesis chapter 7, verse number 11. Because we're talking about the, the promotions and, 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 and what God is going to do. Because we've got to deal with these fountains too. Got to deal with these fountains because that's what God's word says. He's, he's talked about these valleys. Talked about the uh, a land of brooks of water, of fountains and depths that spring out of the breakthroughs and the promotions. Now, when you look at Genesis chapter 7, verse number 11, we're going to read it. It says, in the 600th year of Noah's life, in the second month, the 17th day of the month, the same day were, watch this, all the fountains of the great deep broken up and the windows of heaven was open. I wrote this down because God says what he's going to do in this season that's beyond overflow, he says the release will be like the floods of Noah in the days of Noah. That kind of release is going to be. It's, it's going to be that kind. It's going to be beyond overflow. When you, when you look at the floods that came in the days of Noah, the water, the waters covered the cover the earth. It says 40 days and 40 nights. God says this, this, this overflow, beyond overflow, it, it will be even greater. It will be just like the release that took place with the flood in the days of Noah. That's powerful. That, that, that's powerful. Because I've never experienced that. But see, God said we're going to experience that kind of breakthrough. That kind of promotion. We're going to experience that kind of season. God, that's awesome. Beyond overflow, it's going to be just like the release in the days of Noah when the flood came. I'm like, I said, God, I don't know who's going to be able to handle it or not. I, I, I'm just being real. Because when you don't have to, you don't have to worry about doing it, but God is going to do it. That, that's powerful. Now, back to Deuteronomy chapter number 8. Chapter number 8. All right. Now, look at verse number 9. Because we, we're talking about the season that we're going to be in. We're talking about that season that's beyond, beyond the overflow. It says, verse number 9 says, A land wherein thou shalt eat bread without scarceness. You don't have to be worried about penny pitching. Without scarceness, thou shalt not, watch what the word says. Thou shalt not what? Like anything in it. We won't like anything. I, it doesn't make any difference whether, whether it's spiritual, whether it's financial, 
whether it be grace, mercy, whatever it be, God says you won't lack anything in this season beyond, beyond the overflow. I said, oh, there'll be no scarceness. It said, there'll be no lack in anything in it. A land whose stones are iron. And the word stones there means your, your, your thoughts. It says, though our thoughts are, will be like iron, they will be able to pierce some things. He says, and out of whose heels, many promotions, thou mayest dig brass. And God said, what's going to happen with that brass is representing filth. And because brass is representing filth, he said, we're going to be able to dig out some stuff out of us during that season of promotion. I mean, that, that's powerful. You'll be able to dig up some filth during that season of promotion. I said, God, I thank you. There's just so much happening in the season, y'all. I'm just, I'm, I'm so excited. Spirit, I, 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 I feel my Jesus. Now, but, but here's some stipulations. Watch what God says now. Now, verse 11 says, because see, sometimes we cannot handle when God blesses us the way he blesses us. Verse 11 says, the key, what's that first word in verse number 11? What's that? Beware. 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 So you know, sometimes when God blesses us, we seem to forget who gave us the blessing. And then we go about doing our own thing. But God says, in, in, in the season, in that season where we're going to be beyond the overflow, the first thing he says, after I do what I'm going to do, he says, beware. That thou forget not the Lord thy God. So that's an indication right there that when God blesses us, that it's easy for us to forget God. So that's why he said, beware. Because when God starts handing out his blessings, you know, when we start growing in the spirit, you know, the first thing that God has spoken to us is, as he grows us in the spirit, stay humble. Because sometimes we get to the point we think it's us. And it ain't us. It's his spirit. And if, if he removes that anointing and his spirit from us, I mean, we're nothing. We're, we're, we're nothing. So God says, beware that thou, that thou forget not the Lord thy God. Because we will easily forget him. We'll get so entangled in what God is doing rather than getting entangled in him. So he says, beware. He says, uh, and not keeping his commandments. So that's an indication that when God blesses us, we start walking with him. Woo! Hmm. That's why we, when we get blessed by God, we have to be very careful. <laughs> because God has already, his word has already let us know that, that, that the warning comes that we don't forget God, number one, and also by keeping his commandments, keeping them, keeping them. And his judgments and his statutes, which I command thee this day. Now watch verse 12. He says, least when thou have eaten and are full. In other words, when you've got more than enough and you're not operating in L-A-C-K, collect. Huh. And have built goodly houses and you're dwelling therein. you got everything going on. Everything is plush. Everything is right in your life. He says, beware. He says, beware. Now, look at, hmm, verse 13 says, And when they heard, and when thy herd and thy flocks multiply, and thy silver and thy gold is multiplied, and all that thou hast is multiplied. Now, God says in verse number 13, he's talking about an increase. Increase in the natural and increase in the spiritual. He, he, he said, when everything begins to multiply, because whenever God begins to operate in our life, and we really begin to walk with God, God operates in, operates in multiplication. God does not operate in subtraction. 
He don't do division. God multiplies. He increases. And he's talking about how in this season, beyond overflow, Deacon Hill, he begins to multiply, multiply, multiply. Then he says, verse number 14. Mm, this sounds just like beware of me. 14 says, then thine heart be lifted up. I don't think I'm going to go to church today. Or I, I don't think I'm going to go do what God told me to do. I, I, I've got something else I need to do. Then thine heart be lifted up. And here's the danger when our heart is lifted up. And thou forget the Lord thy God, which brought thee forth out of the land of where? And Egypt is limitation, bondage, and restraint. And from the house of bondage, we forget now. We forget when we were in bondage and couldn't do nothing. You know, and, 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 you know, couldn't hardly make ends meet or that God was not on our side. It was almost like God was far from us. You know, spiritually, we weren't where we were supposed to be. We were in total bondage. He said, he said we've got to be careful because once he blesses us in the natural as well as the spiritual, you know, what will happen is our heart can easily get lifted up. Be back in that house of bondage again. Be back in that bondage again. Mm-hmm. And look at 15. 15 says this, God, oh my God, who led thee through that great and terrible wilderness. See, everything that that we experienced in the wilderness, we didn't really experience everything God had in in the wilderness. We got some discipline and we got the rod. But look what else was in that wilderness. He said, wherein were fiery serpents, scorpions, and the drought, where there was no water, I mean, you wasn't getting fed spiritually whatsoever. But who? But what, what God does? He brought the forth water out of the rock of fish. So He says, even though you were in the wilderness and there were some situations, there were some dangers that was there, and and there was no water. In other words, there was nothing that could satisfy your spirit. He said, but yet, even in that dry season, He said. Satisfied your spirit. He said, but yet you'll, you'll forget if I give you too much. He said, but beyond, but I'm going in this season. In this season, he said, I'm going to, you're going to go beyond overflow. He said, but I got to remind you, I brought you through the wilderness and some things you just didn't see. It, it, it goes back to the heat tree and it goes back to the tree that's planted by the rivers of water. With the heat tree, what happened with that heat tree? It, 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 it was operating in itself. Uh, and it couldn't even see good when it came. So when you're talking about the heat tree, H-E-A-T-A, you couldn't, it couldn't, when we operate in our own selves, and our own abilities, you said, you couldn't even see good when it was coming. Because you thought you were doing it. He said, but then he says this. He said, but if you like a tree planted by the rivers of water, he said, even when, when, when the heat came your way, he said, you didn't even see it. You didn't see that. So, so God said, you got to remember now, there's some things that was in the wilderness that didn't even touch you. Because I was there protecting you. He said, there's some things there that didn't even, that, that was there that you were supposed to be touched by, but you didn't get touched by because I was present with you, even in your wilderness experience. He said, but you're about to enter into that place or that season that's beyond the overflow. Ah, Jesus. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Let's look at verse 17. Same chapter, 17. 17 says, And thou say in thine heart, Ooh. And thou say, 
in thine heart. My power and the might of mine hand has gotten me this wealth. God said, be careful when I, when I place you in that season of beyond overflow that you won't think that all that you have acquired or everything that's come your way, that is something you did. No. God said, ain't nothing you did. <laughs> he said, this is the season that I have declared to be a season of beyond the overflow in your life, in the body of Christ. He said, so when, when, when you begin to, to walk in that season, he said, don't, don't, don't you dare think that it's because of what you did that brought it in. He said, uh-uh. No, he said, don't you even think that. Uh-uh. Don't even think that you that, that it's by your hands that you got this wealth. He said, no, 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 no. It's by me, by my grace and by my mercy, that, and the fact that I declare that it's your season to be beyond the overflow. I said, God, that's awesome. Thank you, Lord. That, that, that's thank you. Verse 18 says, but thou shall remember the Lord thy God. Let me tell you now, when he blesses us, God said, you better remember. You better remember. He says, remember. He says, for it is he that giveth thee power to get well. So if you're able to get up every day and, 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 and the Lord is allow you to go do what you do, he says, you better remember, it's by me that you're able to get up. It ain't got nothing to do with you. No matter what you acquire in this season, he says, you better understand, it's by me. It, it's, it is a, I'm the one, he said, wait a minute, I see a word that says, give it, deep. Give it. I mean, give. I mean, you ain't got to do nothing for it. He's going to give it to you. I'm going to give it to you. I'm, I'm, I'm going to give it to you. For it is he, talking about God, he that giveth the power to get wealth, that he, what is it, reason? Oh, that he may establish his covenant. So, in other words, What's about to happen in this season of beyond overflow? It was already agreed upon a long, long time ago. We're just not rising. Uh-oh. We were just not able and ready to be able to receive. So we're going to walk into that season because an agreement was already made, already been established. That means we're just not mature to it. Before we were immature. But right now, God said, Apparently, we can handle it. We can handle it now. We can thank it, God, because we acknowledge that it's him that's, that's doing it, not us. Okay, God. He says, which he swear unto thy fathers as it is this day. Verse, ni- Verse 19 says, and it shall be, if thou do it, and it shall be, if thou do it all, forget the Lord thy God. And walk after other gods. Now, it don't have to be an image, a statue to be a god in your life. <clears throat> it can be your family, it can be your children, it can be your know, spouse, husband, whatever. <laughs> it, it can be your money, it can be what you have, material. I mean, you, you, it, it can be your anointing, it can become your god. The matter that you got, it can become your god. He said, anything that's, that we put before him can, will, will become our god. He said, and serve them. We can, we can serve those out of God's now. We can serve Him. And even worship them. Now watch this. He says, Them, I testify against you this day that ye shall surely perish. He says, When you put anything before me, 
you can rest assured you were sure to perish. All right, now let's go back to Deuteronomy chapter number 11. And we're almost, we're almost done. All right, Deuteronomy chapter number 11. Remember now, I talked about those, those, those promotions and, and the breakthroughs and how heaven is going to send the, its rain, the rain from heaven. Verse 12 says, a land, Deuteronomy chapter number 11, verse 12 says, a land which the Lord thy God careth for. So, understanding God, the place where we're going, the season that we're about to enter into, God cares for this particular season we're about to enter into. And then he says, the eyes of the Lord thy God are always upon it. So you ain't got to be worrying about them tears if we're, if we're walking in the, in the will and commandment of God. Because see, if the word says, the eyes of the Lord thy God are always upon it. God's going to, he's going to always going to be looking down. He's going to be watching over. He's going to, because see, he told us to possess it. He said, occupy it. It's his. So he's going to watch over what's his. What's his that he's going to allow us to occupy. Oh, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. I'm, I'm, I'm ready, God. I, I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready. I don't know about y'all, but I'm ready to, to enter into this season. Because see, I've never been in this season. Boy, that's what is beyond the overflow. Mm-mm. Been in the overflow season. Been in that not enough. Been in the lots. Been in that too. But as far as the season was are uh, 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 beyond the overflow, hadn't been in that one. Has, but God says we're about to enter in, and He's going to be watching over. Thank you, Lord. His eyes, his eyes, the eyes of the Lord thy God are always upon it. Watch this. From the beginning of the year, perpetual, over and over, even to the end of the year. God says, he says, just like he says, same way, I'm Alpha and Omega. He says, that's how it's going to be in this season. He says, I'm going to watch over it at the beginning as you enter into that season of beyond the overflow. He says, when it gets to the end, you've got so much. He says, I'm going to be over there too. I mean, I can't even imagine what's going to be in between. Yeah. I'm like, Jesus! Anybody excited about me? I'm, 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 just, I'm just excited about that. Because see, the beauty of it is, 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 is that he's going to give it, he, and it's his anyway, he's going to allow us to occupy it. You know, we ain't got to fight for it. And if God, God don't change again, we'll, we'll go there too. Because see, I've been messing that thing up so long, and God showed me, he said, no, you ain't got to fight for this sin. He said, because I'm going to go in, I'm going to do it for you. I'm going to show you how I'm going to do it. And I said, okay, God, we'll, 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 we'll hear what you say. But he says, yeah, from, from the beginning of the year, even to the end of the year, his, his eyes is going to be upon him. He's going to watch on it. He's going to watch over it. Now, verse 13 says, and it shall come to pass, if ye shall hearken diligently unto my commandments, which I command you this day. Here are the things. To love the Lord your God, and to serve Him with all your heart and with all of your soul. In other words, He has to be the one that sits on the throne of our hearts. Verse fourteen says that I will give you the rain, rain to my blessings of your land to in the season, in His due season, the first rain and the latter rain, that thou mayest gather in thy corn and thy wine and thine oil. Hmm. I will send grass into thy fields for thy cattle that thou mayest eat and full. Take heed to yourselves that your hearts be not deceived 
and you turn aside and serve other gods and worship them. So, so here again, God is warning us again. He's, he's warning. He said, "I'm gonna give it to you now." He said, "I'm gonna give you the, the, the I'm gonna give you the, the latter rain and the early rain." In other words, you're gonna have it all. What would normally come in the season where you begin to sow, and then when you come to the grain and for the harvesting time, he said, "I'm gonna give it all to you at one time." So, can you handle it? Can you handle it that kind of way? Can you handle that kind of blessing? And so there's a danger there because, once again, God's Word does say, Hmm. Take heed, verse 16. Take heed to yourself that your heart be not deceived. Hmm. So that means the heart can easily be deceived, can't it? Because the Word of God says it's desperately wicked. Who can know it? Who can know it? Who can know it? So we can say one thing now, as God is sending forth His Word and talking about the season, but once we get it, it's going to be a different story. Well, I still see you when you're, when you're operating in that season of beyond overflow. Then you say you turn aside and serve other gods and you start washing them things. You know, you know how you, you begin to worship the things God gave you yeah. rather than worshiping Him, the giver. Start washing the things. That, but God said we're going to be in that season now. We're going to be in that season that's beyond overflow. Beyond overflow. <laughs> so take heed. Verse 17 says, And then, ooh, ooh, and then the Lord's wrath be kindled against you. God gets upset when he blesses us and we forget the blesser. Because it sets some things into motion. That's why it's so important to be careful what we say or what we speak. Because whatever we sow with our mouth, it, it sets things into motion. That seed will set some things into motion and we will get our harvest back from the things that we release from our mouth. Trust, I got a trophy and a t-shirt and know what I'm talking about. Know about this one. Nobody else has to tell me about this one. But I know if you sow the wrong thing from your mouth, you're going to get back a harvest. You won't get the same little seed that you sent out, but you're going to get that and some more. You're going to get a crop. You're going to get a crop now. Thank you, somebody said, no. Mm-hmm. You get a crop. You say, so, so we must not forget about God. He says, and then the Lord's wrath, that means God's anger, be kindled against you, and watch what he'll do. The moment God, that's why he runs the risk. When God blesses us, I mean blesses us, he says this, and he shut up the heavens. The same thing that released the rain, God said, I'll close it up. Same thing, the same thing, the same thing that he releases, he says, he said, I'll close it up. He said, same way I bless you and gave it all to you, he said, I'll close it up. He said, I will close it up. He said, he said, I'll close it up. He said, I'll definitely close it up. Now, if you, and I, I, if you flip back to Genesis chapter number 8, I'll show you, he can't close it back up. He can't, he can't close it back up. He can't close it back up. Genesis chapter number 8, he's still just dealing with that time when the release of Noah and the waters. Verse number 2, it says, The fountains also of the deep and the windows of heaven were stopped. So the same way anything is released, 
from heaven, God can stop it. Said, and the rain from heaven was restrained. So in other words, God said, as I release those blessings that will take you in that season of beyond the overflow, what will happen is, he said, if you make me mad, he said, I'll shut it up. He said, I will dry up your fountain. He said, I'll dry, I'll, I'll dry it up. He said, I'll dry it up. I'll, I'll dry it up. He said, and he will shut up the heavens that there be no rain. Represent blessings. He said, I'll shut it up. And that the land, that the land yield not her fruit. So in this season, what was going to be yielded for you, God said, I, I, I'll close that up too. It won't, it won't produce for you. And least ye perish quickly from off the good land which the Lord gives you. God said, you can perish from what I've given you. He said, if, if you forget me, he said, you'll literally perish. And he said, everything I said, I'm going to give you, I've given you, he said, I'll let you lose it all. Spiritually, physically, the whole nine years, God said, you can lose it all. Just like that. Just like that. Just like that. Mm-hmm. Verse 18, and this is the last verse. 18 says, Therefore shall ye lay up these what? God's words. My words in your heart and in your soul. And bind them for a sign upon your hand that they may be as a frontlet between your eyes. In other words, you, you put it up here so that way you can't miss it. You, you, you take these words. God said, God said, there's going to be a season where we'll enter into that's beyond the overflow. You know, and the strange thing is this. When, 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 when the writers said, said they were coming here uh, today, I thought they were coming on Sunday. And the Lord had already given me this word. And I remember the last time that they were here, God spoke about a word of overflow. I remember it. This is plain as day. God spoke a word about overflow. And I heard Minister Mike say, we're in that season of overflow. But see, once again tonight, they're here. And God is repeating another word saying you're going to go beyond the overflow. So, Sister Mary, if you think y'all busy now, Carlos, if you think y'all busy now, if y'all think y'all busy now, you put a record ship back and you're about to end the season. Well, you're going to be beyond the overflow. I don't know why God has y'all here. Beyond the overflow. I'm ready. God, help me stay humble. Help me always stay being aware and conscious, God, that it's you that's given us the power to get to hell. Everything. Everything. Beyond. Season we enter into, y'all, is beyond the overflow. Come on, y'all. Let's give God a hand clap of praise for the Lord. God, give God a hand clap of praise for His word. For His word. His word. His word. His word. Season. We're going beyond the overflow.